today, the best of Super Juniors, but it's not today, best of Super Juniors, it's this weekend, the best of Super Juniors. I am two days behind already, and the reason for that is because they stuck ten batches on the card, both blocks on the same night. But to help me dissect this is uh, Mr. John Dinsdale. How are you doing, sir? I'm all right. We just we just looked at 20 matches, and we thought that was a tough task. But fuck me, there's 30 matches here. Yeah, this is the thing. This year, New Japan have gone big on Best of Super Juniors. They've put a 20-man field together, two blocks with semi-finals and the final, which is great. But the first weekend has been 10 matches a night. There's no tag matches on this. It is all, all killer, no filler. <laughs> However, that has made it a bit of a laborious process to watch everything that's important because it's all important. So I brought John along to help me dissect what I have seen. And we'll start on the first night, which was at Gurken Hall. Um, and it opened, with, well, it was a sellout for a start, and they were baying for blood from the opening bell. So it made it for a good show. Clark Connors, that's your new Bullet Club, Clark Connors, 100% proof, defeated young Kevin Knight in nine minutes and 20 seconds and debuted his new finisher called No Chaser, which is basically, um, uh, how can I put this? It's like a... It's a DDT, but he pulls the arm across underneath the neck. So it's kind of like a um, stranglehold DDT, basically, if that makes sense. And this was pretty good. Connors did need a change of something because uh, he, he was terrible. Uh, not, not in his work, just his character was just going nowhere. So I am actually one of the few applauding him joining Bullet Club because it made him much more interesting. Kevin Knight is still super freakishly athletic um, and he's amazing to watch. So I'll watch Kevin Knight do anything and I'll watch Clark Cannons do most things. And so this was a fun match. What did you think? What do you think of this particular result? I know you had seen them all. Um, Johnny's going to offer commentary on results. So what did you think of this result? Yeah, it makes sense. If you've got a new Bullet Club member, you've got to start them off strong. And Kevin Knight is one of these people that will easily be able to bounce back because he's just that goddamn impressive within the ring. So Sherry has a rough start, but he'll come back. Indeed. Uh, next up, Taiji Ishimori uh, defeated Raisuke Taguchi in 3 minutes and 54 seconds, which is a bit of a misleader because Taguchi was in charge of this match for 3 minutes and 52 seconds. He beat the living snot out of Ishimori. He said in the press conference the day before, no more butt stuff, no more fun and games, I'm here to win. And he went after Ishimori like a dog at a rat. And it was a sight to behold. It was the Taguchi of old. It was late 2010's Taguchi. Um, and Ishimori couldn't believe it and uh, was in shock for most of the match. He managed to get it with a pin, a submission victory in the end. But Taguchi had his number all the way through this match. So it told a really interesting story and set the tone for Taguchi's tournament. No more ha-ha. He's trying hard this time. What should you think of thoughts on that result? I mean, it's, it's quite funny, isn't it? Taguchi tries and his match is far shorter than if he's not trying. <laughs> but to be fair, if he had if he had kept up the butt stuff, he'd have been able to do his own born hold. But yes, I think it's intriguing that Taguchi's taking this approach. There's a bit of half hour later in this weekend, but, you know, most of it, he's, he's trying really hard. Driller Dan Maloney of Riff Pro and United Empire defeated Bushi 7 minutes and 12 seconds in much the same way um, as, you know, uh, Clark Connors did with a bit of a brutal finish because that um, awful waffle thing he does, uh, Driller Killer, is 
was a really impressive finisher. Lonely, of course, was part of NXT UK. I got let go and is now working for New Japan and Rev Pro. Um, and just strong first performance, really. I have not seen an awful lot of him because he's a southern wrestler. So therefore, as a northern wrestling fan, which is still like, you know, it's amazing because like back in the day, northern wrestlers won't get on the southern circuit and vice versa. And we're still stuck in that mindset <laughs> some 20 years, some 30, 40 years later. Some wrestlers never get north of the Watford Gap and make a perfectly good living in the process. Um, yeah, what do, do you think of this result? I was imp- like, I am bloody impressed with how much like Dan Maloney's managed to sort of maintain his like stature whilst dropping the weight. Like, mm. I didn't think he'd be able to pull off like going down to a junior. Yet yeah, here he is, and yeah, it's oh, no, pretty impressive. In, he, yeah, I mean his character work is top notch. He's in with the best like junior heavyweights in the world, so he's not. He's hanging with them, and that's the thing. He's like, I don't think he's as technically gifted as Bushi is, but it doesn't matter because the fans really hated him, which is kind of his point. He's a heel; they're supposed hey, to hate him. I don't think he's going to try and match the junior style. He's there to do like what he normally yeah, does, exactly. just a different weight class, which is throw people around and try and murder them. <laughs> and also, like Bushi can do no wrong in Kurikan Hall; he could set fire to someone, everyone would be well happy with it. So he was kind of the right guy to go with Dan Maloney. Oh, first shock of the shock. first shock of the tournament. Kashida loses to Dookie, and this was very similar. Kashida had Dookie's number. He he batted him for pillar to post for eight minutes and thirty three seconds. He went after the arm, which means, of course, no Doki Choki, no, um, you know, all of his finishes are going to are armed based. So that was a clever move. And obviously, Kashida wants that double wrist lock, the hoverboard lock. But Dookie managed to get him with a rolling pin um, at literally at 8 minutes 29 seconds after being, I mean, that's not beaten out of him for 8 minutes. And it kind of showed that Dookie is a survivor and he's probably better off being, you know, being an opportunist than trying to go with the big finishes that he normally tries and goes with because he tends to be a better counterpuncher than most wrestlers in the junior heavyweight division. So that's the story they're telling with him. Kashida takes a loss in his first attempt at best of super juniors in five years. And that was the story there. He, I think the story with Kashida is, and looking at the next matches he's up against, are like, can he cut it at this level anymore? Um, which is intriguing for your junior heavyweight tag team champion. And it's a risky story to tell with such a big star, but I think Kashida's the guy that can pull it off. Yeah, it's a rough start, but you can never guarantee how this is going to go. The best of super juniors is never goes as you predicted. It never no. does. I mean, you know, Kashida's last two matches before this tournament were against Orange Cassidy for AEW for the International Championship and Steve Macklin for the Impact World Championship. So he's been wrestling heavyweights and now he's in a junior tournament again. So yeah, it's, it's kind of like intriguing where they're going with this. Master Wato went up against Francis Akira, seven minutes and 20 seconds. This was perfectly fine for what it was. And it was it was telling the story of Wato kind of finding his feet in this tournament. He finally feels at home. You know, the lockdown tournaments that we watched where he looked like he was going to hurt himself quite badly and possibly several other people in the process. And but way behind him now, he's settled, he's moved in. He's a organized member of this division and showing signs that he could be the ace of this division and Akira is in the place, Akira is in the place that Bartek was two years ago. Um, the, the thing is Akira isn't as an aerial wrestler as Bartek, so it doesn't look anywhere near as dangerous. Um, but yeah, this was this was fun. 
seven minutes and 20 seconds. Well, all we, Wato's got a serious chop on him now. And unfortunately for Acura, he has spots on his chest and they all burst after those. So it just looks like he's just been shot. It, it's terrible. Great visual. <laughs> it's great visual, yes. Um, but plus must have flown everywhere. But there you go. Because Acura is still young. And that's the kind of thing that happens when you've got bad skin. You've got bad skin. Can't help it. But there you go. Um, next up was Leo Rush versus Show, which went, as you can possibly imagine, uh, the evil junk Leo Rush. They're not going full bore with everyone. Dick Togo isn't on this tour. In fact, he was wrestling indie matches on this tour. Not Dick Togo was wrestling indie matches. I'm not even sure if he's a member of Bullet Club anymore because no one mentioned him on this show. And um, so I don't know. Yeah, intriguing. But no Taki, no Ujiro, no um, Evil was there, but no, no Dick Togo. So intriguing. But yes, uh, Leo Rush managed to squeak out a victory in four minutes and 20 seconds after the obvious stuff. So there was going to be. I do yeah. love that this match went four minutes and 20 seconds because you've got to be high to enjoy the fucking house of torture stuff. <laughs> Robbie Eagles defeated Yo in 13 minutes and six seconds, which obviously centered around the fact that Robbie Eagles left Chaos not long ago to join TMDK. Um, and there was a fair bit of passive aggressive rivalry stuff because eagles and yo yeah they kind of get on but they're not like you know they're a bit yo is a bit brassed off with him for leaving and eagles is kind of well you know i better off came along so it's not like a proper blood feud they're just mildly aggravated <laughs> and that kind this of looks like it would have gone on too long so it's, I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't too bad yo was involved in a match that went on too long which we'll talk about shortly um but it wasn't too bad because it was like there was some character stuff going on that made sense, if that makes sense. I think the big issue is like you all have very similar styles. So if you try to get them to work long form, it's just going to look like you're watching the same thing in a mirror. Mm, that's the trouble. Next, I mean, this is the exact opposite of that. Titan defeated TJP in 11 minutes and 12 seconds because they have polar opposite styles. It made so much more sense and was so much more watchable. And you know, I'm not a big fan of TJP. But I actually enjoyed watching this because it was it was Styles makes fights and here's a guy who's pure lucha against a shoot fighting ground and pound guy and that made sense. It was fun to watch, you know. It's not Yo and Eagles are very very similar in that stylistic approach, so therefore it's not quite as fun to watch. They've either got to be really close or miles apart, and TJP and Titan were miles apart. So it worked well. he's one of those annoying ones because he's incredibly talented within the ring, but the second he opens his mouth, you just want him to die. He was on commentary well, that, night too. Like, <laughs> see, I imagine because they have to stick to a fairly like typical script and talk about wrestling and not, you know, the conspiratorial bullshit he likes to believe. But like I don't know, I can imagine this one was pretty good because like Titan is one of the best sort of Luchadors and TJP is good at breaking Luchadors. So it worked out, and TJP begrudgingly shook his hand at the end of the night because it was that good a match. Um, and he, has, he said on commentary the following night, I haven't worked that guy out yet. So that's a nice little story to tell as well. Semi main event Yoshinubu Kanamuri versus El Desperado, 14 minutes and one seconds. Oh my word. 
Kanemaru has put his work boots on and he's having it. And Despi was the first person on his list. Won by figure four leg lock in 2023, ladies and gentlemen, um, in a submission victory for mm. Kanemaru. Um, he, it wasn't heated. Kanemaru opened the ropes from him and jumped him from behind, Suzuki gun style. And then after that, it was all Kanemaru and he never let up. And it was one of those Kanemaru performances where you see how why he is a living legend and, you know, um, just how good he is. And Despi couldn't keep up with him. And that was that. And Kanemaru put him away in 14 minutes, but it was just breathtaking to watch. I always I love th- seeing Kanemaru when he's in, like, because it's it's like watching an entirely different beast. You've got the sort of laid back, give you a kicking, whisk in the eyes type. And then you've got Kanemaru that just wants to kill you. So he will outwork you, he will outpace you, and he'll break a limb or two. And it's kind of intriguing that he's done it to like his former like tag partner, tag champion partner in Desperado. It's like normally you'd expect some kind of like, usually like people that are close beat the shit out of each other the most, but you never really see it in practice until you see matches like this. I think the thing is, and it's a neat story to tell. Um, Hiromu Takahashi wanted to challenge Sonata for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And Takahashi, sorry, Sonata said, all right then, but you should give Kanemaru an IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match first. And Takahashi said, of course. And then I haven't seen the match, but Kanemaru pushed him to the limit for over half an hour and nearly beat him. So the story is Kanemaru's tasted glory one more time so he's going to try and go for glory again and he's going to do it as early as he can in the tournament because if he goes early in the tournament all these youngsters aren't going to are going to catch up with him because they'll have better cardio so it's really like a sensible sports-based story to tell which makes really great sense um and it's like i nearly beat takahashi so i can win this i don't have to beat takahashi this time because he's not in my block until i get to the final maybe so all of a sudden you've got like Kanemaru believes and again you know I'm not just going to be a tag team wrestler I'm not just going to be the guy that looks after the other guys I'm going to be the guy um, and he's perfectly capable even still of being the guy so why shouldn't he you okay the, the person that made me happiest for this tournament bloody speedball Mike Bailey yeah he wow him and Hiromu made for each other Absolutely made for each other. For those of you who keep score, Hiromu carries um, a scrapbook with him, every best of Super Juniors. Um, and he has a picture of the person he's wrestling and a little note to say about that particular person. And for Mike Bailey, it just said, long time no see. Because <laughs> the last time they wrestled each other was in 2016. For what culture pro wrestling in all trigger? <laughs> so there you go. And that was that. And they picked up where they left off. And by God, they had a go. This was outstanding work. One of Hiromu's best matches. And Hiromu's like had, you know, so many great matches. It was it was Bailey's best match I've seen him in. And I've seen him in a lot of great matches, but this was just outstanding. Because Takahashi What happens when you put it's what happens when you put two of the best rest in this weight class together like they are incredible so and then you put them in match together they give you even more magic 
I think as well, it works because Hiromu's so slapdash. I don't mean that in the sense he's sloppy, he's not, he's not dangerous, but he has this sense of chaos about him that most wrestlers don't have. It's controlled chaos, but there's chaos there. And Bailey's absolutely so precise. It's like precision wrestling every time he does something. So it just made everything just look amazing. So yeah, it was just incredible. So let's just move on to night two. TJP defeated Kushida in nine minutes and 27 seconds. Kushida went after the arm and TJP took a win um, with uh, the roll-up finish as well. Just sneak one out there. So Kushida's in a hole. Basically, that's the story. What do I do now? And TJP keeps rocking on. So there you go. Anything to say about that result? I do. I don't really have much to say. It's it's a story, and it gives people points, or it doesn't give people points. <laughs> Yoshinobu Kanemura, please. Sorry, I was gonna say Kashida's one of those people who I respect the work of, but I just I've never really been able to get invested in him. So seeing him in a hall now, I'm just kind of like, ah, right. I mean, Moving I'm kinda, I'm invested in him because I've loved him forever, and I. Alex is, it's not Alex, Marcus loves him as well. So I can see that Marcus would be really invested in this particular tournament. Not that he currently watches New Japan Pro Wrestling because he's got far too much other stuff to watch. But, you know, it, they, I think he would be really into this. So we'll see what happens with it. Yoshinobu Kanemura took another one. He destroyed Dan Maloney with another figure for a leg mark, five minutes and 42 seconds. And it was just like, he put him away because he realized Maloney was going to bully him. So that was kind of his, his escape plan was like just make him submit as quickly as possible, which was just brilliant to watch, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, we were Bryce... sure there's no same kind of Maru. He kills everyone. True. That's it. Raisuke Taguchi went hell for leather on Leo Rush once again, but could not get the job done. Five minutes and 19 seconds. He lasted a bit longer. And it was, but it was, and it was straight wrestling. There was no ha ha. He really went for it, but Leo was just too good. So Leo Rush takes four points undefeated on night two. Um, Taguchi takes another loss, but I think they're telling a longer term story. I think it will come back to him. It is. Oh, I'm surprised he hasn't broken yet. Taguchi and promises don't exactly last. Robbie Eagles defeated Clark Connors uh, with Kosi Fujita and with Ghetto. Five minutes and 57 seconds. Eagles did not go for the Ron Miller special or for a backpack um, footer. It, it, I think he won with a rolling cradle. Um, so this was just kind of like took things out of context. Connors was really angry. Obviously, Ghetto was really angry as well. So it was just, I think that's what they're going to do with Connors. Connors is going to lose out on flash pins. Because he's not defended against them, because they because Ghetto wants him to win with that new finisher, and you can't. It's not always appropriate. So tactical errors are being made, and it's not necessarily Connors that's making the tactical errors. So that's intriguing. Well, that's a good way of covering for like bad stats. It's just like, oh, he's just an, he's too tunnel visioned. Ghetto's fucking him over. X Y Z. As he does everyone. But there you go. That's the story, isn't it? Uh, Mike Bailey defeated Show 12 minutes and 10 seconds um, with shenanigans, as you can probably imagine. There was the usual stuff. Um, um, and in the end, Bailey managed to get a, a win with that ultimate weapon finisher of his, which is absolutely ridiculous. For those of you who not seen Mike Bailey, I'm sure he must have done by now. His finisher is a 450 splash into a knee drop. 
<laughs> into the cuts of his opponent. And that's just insane. And uh, he uses that on a regular basis and is absolutely astounding to watch. So there you go. He did congratulate like one of the young boys for an outstanding mullet, by the way. I feel like if you're going to be in a tournament, you should be banned from doing shenanigans. Because True. nobody wants stalling in a tournament that's got 10 matches a fucking night. Uh, yeah. It, it did interrupt the flow. Uh, Francesco Acura kind of got back on track when he beat Kevin Knight uh, eight minutes and 40 seconds. This was all about, obviously, Kevin Knight being the IWGP Tag Team Champion and Acura wanting those belts back. So that kind of like sets them up for a challenge somewhere down the line. So that was kind of fun. But it's nice seeing Kevin Knight carry, carrying metal wear to back up that potential he has. I'm actually kind of, can you all bear in mind, like he started Tag League six months ago as a young boy. He was still in black tights. And I think essentially Kushida just like promoted him because he needed a partner um, who was an equal, not, you know, a young boy. So he got colours and that's how it worked out. And that's why they were a tag team. But it works. And I really appreciate both of them. So it's good. Yeah, said that. Again, he, it's just a rod. Yeah, you can't get Acura. Acura can't go forth too far behind because they need him. <laughs> Taiji Ishimori defeated T Time nine minutes and twenty four seconds. Um, perfect, good match. Uh, it, again, it went back down to submissions. So yeah, it was it was fine. There was nothing. There was T Time doing some crazy T Time stuff, which I enjoyed, but um, it was nothing that really stuck out in my head in this one. I just want Ishimori to do well. That's all I give a shit about. I have a feeling he'll win his block and then lose the semi-final. That's where I'm thinking. Did you get that? That's a habit of happening. Yeah, that rematch with Hiromo in the semi-final. Uh, He won't get Hiromo in the semi-final, but he might get to the final and lose that. Or he might win the block but lose the semi-final. Anywho, next up, El Desperado defeated Bushy. You've got to watch these two wrestle each other. Like, just... I don't know how many singles matches they've had together, but how many times did Suzuki go and wrestle LIJ? And, you know, you've seen them interact in tag team matches down the years, but they're just outstanding together. They know each other so well, and it just makes so much sense. And eight minutes and 54 seconds. I could have had another 10 minutes, and I've been well happy. But there you go. Uh, Big Big match Bushi is always fun, especially when it's against an enemy like Desperado. Yeah, exactly. Hiromu Takahashi and Dookie, this was amazing. Like Dookie, I'm so into Dookie at the moment. I have so much respect for him for the work he does. And he's just on such such good quality of matches. I mean, obviously they're kind of like saying, well, he's in the same place Desperado was two or three years ago. He's not quite clicking yet. But like you watch matches like this and it's like, he's got to get the push sooner or later. He's got to get a championship or he just have to because he's just too damn good not to. He's kind of still scrappy and he's still like, you know, working his way. But he handled Hiromu for a long period of time in this match. And Hiromu managed to get one out with um, a time bomb in the end. But it, it took it took him a while, 12 minutes and 51 seconds. And, you know, a year ago, Hiromu would have proven away in six minutes. But this this was this was really great for 12 minutes and 51 seconds. It really I, can en- I can enjoy my I told you so arc now because I was on the dorky train from the bloody beginning. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And again, um, I suppose that's how Masawato fans feel with me. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, myself and Alex Watt were concerned because, as Alex Watt said, but he was handpicked by Tai Chi. How can he be any good? 
She was like, oh, fair enough. Yeah, okay then. Because Tai Chi was terrible back then um, to watch as a character. Obviously, we kind of missed the boat on that. But there you go. The main event of this particular evening was Yo versus Master Wato. Oh. This was not terrible. It was, it was, it wasn't, the execution was good, but it was so tedious. <laughs> 18 minutes. Are you 18, kidding me? No, no, it was like, it went on and on and on and on and on. And I was like, neither of these guys are good at long talk, like long form matches without a more dynamic person holding the reins. Yeah. Like, your needs someone who can fly and Master Wato needs someone that can keep him on track and it's like putting these two together that's a mistake yeah and I mean it's, it doesn't help that the storyline is that they're both lost it's like what do they need a sat nav <laughs> why why is this a main event this I doesn't need to be a main know. event Matt I really don't know I what I've heard, Takahashi versus Doki should have been the main event not this piece of shit I'm guessing they couldn't run Takashi versus Doki, Takashi in the main event every night, but they could have put Despi and Bushi in the main event and it would have been much more entertaining. And it's like, it's no knock on Wato, no knock on Yo, but they they just don't gel. They've got no chemistry together whatsoever. And it's like, they'll have great matches with other people. Yo's had killer matches with Takahashi, with Daishimori, Desperado. Wato's had killer matches with Takahashi, Desperado, Duki. You could name, like, put them together, and it's just like, so you've got two characters you keep impressing on us, don't really feel that they're in the right place in their careers and that they're a bit lost and they wrestle in that particular manner. So it just meandered for 18 minutes. And I kept going, oh, God, is this still going on? <laughs> they lost my attention. I love Yo. I love, I don't love Master Wire, but I think he's all right. But they lost my attention span after about three minutes, and it was just, like, so hard work to watch. I'm not, I mean, what's me? I'll look at the night and see what the what the fans said. Six point six five, which will tell you Takashi versus Duke. got seven point four one, which is fair enough. You know, it, it just just grind. Don't do it again. Is all I can say. Shall we move on? And the final ten matches on this thirty match tour of torture. Like, why is it this many matches? Indeed. Kevin Knight defeated Yoshinumi Kanemaru, so the wheels cut off the Kanemaru train relatively early. I'm glad to see this one. And he won it with a drop kick, I think. <laughs> Good old-fashioned basic wrestling move. I think it's the second match this year I've seen one with a drop kick, where Simon Watanabe won a match with a drop kick in Glate the other week. I was like, that's a drop kick. Someone won a match with a side headlock in Glate the other week. Now. <laughs> the real classics are coming out. Oh, I, yeah, that's the thing. Well, there was Despy, um, Despy versus Kanemuro. Kevin Kelly said this was the match of the tournament. He said, This is what I wanted for. He said, I want 15 minutes of headlocks. That's what I want. He said, I love the flying stuff. Don't get me wrong. Where he said, Desperado versus Kanemuro doing headlocks for 15 minutes. That's fine by me. I'll watch that online. And I, I can't disagree. I'll be honest. I watch wrestling from all over the world. It's one of the most state-of-the-art promotions, and I appreciate a good side headlock these days. So I'm getting old. All this excitement, you can't handle it. Uh, show defeated Raisuki Taguchi in a match that was six minutes and 29 seconds, and clearly six minutes too long. 
Taguchi did try and play it straight. Show came down. Evil came down. They knocked out the referee. Evil decided to be the referee for a while. It was all these variations on a form of stupidity, but <sighs> it's over. We've moved on. And then Clark Connors beat up Bushy in six minutes, and that, that kind of refreshed my mind, and I've forgotten what had happened then. Sorry? Nobody likes House of Torture. Nobody's ever liked House of Torture. Why are they still doing House of Torture? They sell t-shirts by the cartload, though. How? Do people Is just it... like wearing stuff based around brands that are shit? Japanese fans like different stuff, and they like the House of Torture. They like, they like the oppression, I guess. But there you go. Anywho, Clark Connors defeated Bushi six minutes and four seconds. Oh, my Bushi Barry. <laughs> yeah, he'll pick up stuff as things go on, but I think, yeah, they're still trying to establish Connors as a killer because that's Dave Finley's new direction for Bullet Club or killers. He doesn't want anyone else that, that's going to know more playing to the fans. This is all about winning. So that's why he got Connors because he thought he had the potential. So there we go. Um, Taiji Shimura defeat Dookie, nine minutes and thirty-one seconds. Um, this was this was good as he'd expect. Nishimori kind of had Dookie's number. It went a lot longer than I than again. It went longer than perhaps people would have anticipated maybe a year ago. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. It was a solid piece of work this particular match. Um, but I can imagine they're both pretty good when it comes to just working these two. Yeah. Um, Francesco Acura defeated Robbie Eagles, which I thought was intriguing. He got it with a flash pin, 12 minutes and two seconds, which kind of, they put an even, an even, even Steven on equal pegging, but it is kind of like, Acura needs some, you can't just like not get more than four points, he needs some more than that, and Eagles obviously the new ace for TMDK, he needs to have some push as well, so it's intriguing where things are lying with that, but yeah, Akira gets some win over Eagles, the former IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, so I thought that was worth it. I suppose with that one, it's in a safe spot because it's still early in the tournament and it means nothing. Titan then defeated Kushida in six minutes, which was another one again. Kushida trying really hard to go for the submissions and Titan manages to get him with that absolute ridiculous double stomp finish. <laughs> which looks like he's going to gut somebody. Um, so yeah, six but minutes. Planning to turn Kashida heel here. This reeks of we're getting. I'm going to get desperate and just do something bad. Kashida's done things like that before in the past, though. Against Hiromu, he did like he went on a kind of killer run because he wasn't taking Hiromu seriously. Hiromu beat him for the championship in like five minutes, and then. Uh, well, Hiromu beat him for the championship. They had a rematch a couple months later. He beat Hiromu in five minutes, and then Hiromu went to Best of Super Juniors and rebuilt his entire thing to get the title back off Hiromu. So he's done something like this before, but he's in a bigger hole than he was then. So we'll see, I guess. But then Kushida was the ace of the he's company. Don't know where he's going. Sorry? He's got like three losses in a row now. I just don't know where they're going with that. He's got six more matches to pick him up, though, hasn't he? So we'll see, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, Dan Maloney versus Joe. This was loads better. <laughs> Dan Maloney took the win. Uh, he goes to four points to Joe's two. But this was like, oh, oh, it's chaos versus United Empire. There's something to actually get your teeth into there. Um, so, yeah, no, this was good. I enjoyed this. Dan Maloney has shown very well off in this particular tournament in the three nights I've seen him in. 
Um, Mike Bailey versus TJP. Um, they are good mates from down the years and they had the kind of match that two good mates would have because they kind of know each other's moves and it was very smooth. Professional, I think, is the phrase you're looking for. TJP feels like the perfect person to counter a lot of Bailey's more zany moves. Yeah, yeah, because he's very grounded and flat-based, really, so that was good. Um, El Desperado got his tournament back on track by beating Master Wato in 14 minutes and 10 seconds, thus proving what we said, that you don't put Master Wato in against someone who's very similar to him, because Desperado's not like him at all, and therefore this match was actually really quite good. Yeah, um, I can see it working. Again, yeah. Wato has improved a lot. He's just not someone that can carry a match. He still has to be carried. Yes, true. That's that. And the main event of the evening, as far as main events go, it doesn't get much more main eventy than this. Leo Rush versus Roma Takahashi. 18 minutes and 11 seconds, and they tore the house down. Would you expect anything less? Um, I don't think it was my favourite of the match. Favourite of the tournament so far, I would say Canada and Desperado probably is my favourite so far, because I like things a bit more visceral, but this was star power. Like 12 minutes of headlocks. Sorry? Like 12 minutes of headlocks. I like 12 minutes of headlocks. I, I like a good knee bar. Can't beat a good knee bar. Um, but yeah, this was excellent. Just absolutely excellent. Leo really does know what he's doing. Hiromo obviously clearly does know what he's doing. So this was loads of fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was a blast from start to finish. And as a result of that... Definitely stand to see the emergence of some clear favourites. Because Bailey, Ishimari and Rush are all on six points. Yes, yeah. So the top of block A is um, Leo Rush and Mike Bailey on six points each. Oh, and Taiji Ishimori as well on six points too. They're all undefeated. Block B, everyone's either on four or zero or two points. So Block B, Kanemaru, um, Clark Connors, Akira, Maloney, and Desperado are all on four points. And Robbie Eagles, yeah, Robbie Eagles is on four points as well. So obviously kind of crowded in the top of Block B. And like we said, the um, layout for this particular show will be, this particular year will be two blocks of 10, uh, first and second, the winner of first takes on second of the other, and then the two, then those two meet in the final. So they could you can get to the final without winning, which is intriguing this year, which puts a wrinkle in things, which is nice because it gives you more unpredictability in the tournament. So that's that really. Anything that stands out to you from those results? Just that I think Mike Bailey's going to win it all, and I hope he does. I would like to see him win it all as well. I think it might be the year, like a ricochet year, and have an outlier win. Um, He's like been... the best wrestler in the world right now. Like, yeah. few people are putting in the amount of matches at the consistent quality that Mike Bailey's putting in. Yeah, definitely. Ah. Oh. Right then, well, that's it for today at um, Best of Super Juniors. What's the next show? Let's have a look. Do, 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 do. What day are we on? We're on the 14th today, so there was a show. Oh, they're fully booked until August. <laughs> oh, there's another show tomorrow. Who's on that show tomorrow? Please tell me that it's not 10 matches. Oh my God, it's 10 matches. All right, so there's a show tomorrow. There is a show 
on the fourteenth. There's one on the sixteenth, so that's Wednesday. So you might get the you might get a stay out of me on on Tuesday night, possibly. You might get you'll probably get one out of me on Thursday night for the show on the sixteenth. Then it's seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth, and twenty first. So seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. So that's Wednesday, Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, so I might get you a show on Saturday, and then we'll have to go from there. <laughs> so it might not be today at, we'll still call it today at, because we've got hashtags. A period I of might. time. <laughs> a period of time at, best of Super Junior. Ten matches a night. <sighs> that is ridiculous. Like, what were they thinking? Well, they were thinking we can get it all done in two weeks, is what they were thinking, but there we are. Anywho, thank you very much for listening to today at the Best of Super Juniors. I'd like to thank my guest, this is John Dinsdale. Where can we find you on the internet, sir? You can find me at Twitter handle John Deathman, where I don't really talk about New Japan anymore, but will occasionally make the odd joke. You can find me on Instagram at John underscore Deathman, which is more of the same on the Twitter, but with more pictures. And if you're feeling particularly generous, you can find me on Patreon at Deathmatch Digest for twice weekly Deathmatch content and free reviews. You can find me at Troopboy. You can find me at Show Flownstar on Twitter. You can find the, me at Instagram on Show Flownstar TX and Mastodon as I'm Sher- at Sheriff Lonestar. You can find us on Discord, Troop and Show Podcast, Facebook, The Troop and Show, Patreon, The Troop and Show, Instagram, Troop and Show, and Twitter, Troop and Show. So please talk to us all on those major social network uh, devices. I'll be back probably on Wednesday to talk about some wrestling. No, maybe Thursday because I've got a lot of work on this week. Have an afternoon off on Wednesday. Maybe I can do some stuff and watch this at the same time. We'll see. In the meantime, thank you very much for listening to us. Enjoy your wrestling, even if it is marathon length. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye.